Hello, dear friends. I can't look at my guest while I do introductions. <laughs> this is like a famous thing because I always feel like I am just sort of like, I'm talking to the audience while staring straight at the person I'm introducing. So my guest this week is um, truly an icon, a legend, um, a god walking among us, um, a baker, a butcher, a candlestick maker. Please welcome, share. No, I'm just kidding. It is... Jazz. Yeah. <laughs> Close. I mean, we're not far well, off. Well, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for um, introducing my personal brand. You're welcome. I wasn't quite sure what your personal brand... I really should. Yeah. We should do it again and I'll have a list. Hold of, on. of what is actually we'll, my personal yeah, brand. Yeah, we'll do it professionally. What's your personal brand? <laughs> um, what, are you, what, are your, what, are you, what do your bios say? My bios... Entrepreneur... Um, I had a Tinder bio that just said looking for the best nachos in Cardiff. Once. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, okay. were people like, what? What? It, what were people's reactions? Because I remember there being a really funny reaction to this. Okay, well the 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 only reaction that I got was so I'm curious. Which, what are the best nachos in Cardiff? Well, you're and I was like, well, if I knew, I wouldn't have asked. <laughs> So instant block. Yeah, there instant you go. block. Now you're married, and you're <laughs> happily married. Are there good nachos in Cardiff? Um, I, I found like... some mediocre nachos. Where did you go? Um, this is um. The oh, podcast... Can we can we say brand names yeah, on the podcast? The podcast is called Hyperlocal Celebrity, <laughs> and I want people to feel as though if they live in Cardiff, they can physically go to all the things. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Because I mean, the pen and wig has has mediocre nachos, oh. which are like edible. Um, I'm pretty sure that Deli Rouge has very good nachos. Where's that? Um, it's 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 like sort of Cate's area, Pen yeah. and Wood Road. So. But I'm still on this hunt, so if your listeners could help me out yeah. with my search for the best nachos in Cardiff. I don't know where there's a good Mexican. There was a really good one called Daiquiri's on Salisbury Road, but that's closed now. And that was a really good Mexican. Um, and then there was Chiquito's in the St. David's Centre, and that's mm. also closed. There's one... Um, I think it's called El Paso on City Road. That's a Mexican. Although I think that might also have closed. We're really experiencing like a Mexican deficit here. Um, I don't think people in Cardiff can like, they can't handle it. But we have, yeah, but we have so many like, do you mean like spices? Because we have so many like, like, like there are curry, lots of curry places. places, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what it is about Tex-Mex. That... I think it's because it's such a, like, um, it's different. It's just burritos different ways. <laughs> and you can't, like, I feel like there should be a law that you shouldn't be allowed to charge more than X amount for a burrito. Mm. And I feel like that's really the, the downfall here. There's yeah. burrito places. Yeah. You get a, you get a Oaxaca. To be fair, but... maybe, maybe this is because this is my quest. And yeah. so it wouldn't, it couldn't be too easy. I've only yeah. been in Cardiff a year. Yeah. So. You really have to get hunting. I've still got another two and a half years in Cardiff to find. So maybe it will be like in two and a half years time. I you'll will find the ultimate and you'll be like, This is it. Everyone. Yeah. Um, I went to Oaxaca, which is a chain restaurant it's like a Mexican street food. I'm doing like quotes for people yeah. at home. Mexican street food restaurant. So it's like street food that you eat 
at a restaurant on the street inside yeah um and i was physically angry because it was just bad like like if i go to a mexican restaurant and they don't have frozen margaritas I'm like, this isn't a real thing. You don't have a slush. You don't have like a slushy ice slushy machine full of like margarita. I don't trust that this is authentic. <laughs> like this is clearly a lie. Um, and I will take any opportunity to drink a frozen margarita. I once got out of a job interview for like a sales thing, and we were all having lunch. Me and all the other like applicants who all got rejected, and I was literally like, oh, they do margaritas here, and I don't have to drive, so. At like 2 p.m. just coming out of this rejected sales meeting. And everyone else was like, I'll have a burrito. I'll have a sandwich. And I was like, I'm going to have a margarita and some chips. It would be worth looking at El Paso on City Road. It's like a teeny tiny like hole in the wall. It might be closed. Might be closed. (laughs) This has got to either be something to do with Theresa May's hostile environment for the home office. Or... Like a Donald Trumpian thing that means we're losing all of our good Mexican restaurants. Maybe maybe that's what I'll do when I finish when I finish my PhD and so obviously I'm completely unable to find work because I know something so specific that nobody cares. Maybe I'll just open a Mexican restaurant. There you go. Just appropriate it. Yeah, I was gonna game. say, like I'm <laughs> <laughs> You big old racist. <laughs> Yeah. Huh. Yeah. We're problematic. Yeah. That, yeah. Mm. Maybe you could just fund it. <laughs> Use your white privilege. And just fund I did realise that, like, I sort of said it as a as a joke, and then I realised that none of your <laughs> listeners have any idea who I am. Yeah. I'm so like, I just who, sounded like who really not you? okay. 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 Who Who are you? Five who am minutes I? in. Who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? When you're known. suppressed accent that I've just replaced with generic southern yeah um I am a biologist I'm doing a PhD at Cardiff Uni Earth and Ocean Science and uh I'm a professional transgender people people pay me to um tell them what they're doing wrong about transgender equality so yeah that that's that's who I am that's my my Tinder bio that's your that's your joie de vivre that's your whole thing that's my whole deal um, yeah what are you what are you working on so you're doing a PhD yeah. what is it on um <laughs> every single <laughs> non-binary person I have ever met is like I'm doing a PhD I'm yeah. like oh, okay yeah we're we're all afraid to face <laughs> the real world and say stay in school as long as we can um, and avoid the bullies. <laughs> avoid the bullies. We just stay in our little nerd corners. Um, my PhD is on uh, a time 650 million years ago when the Earth froze over. And um, should we put in some sound effects? <laughs> the Earth froze over. Yeah, make it all like a 2000s Horizon documentary. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm trying to find out how life could have survived through this period 
So I, I work on um, extremophiles, things that love living in extreme environments. Uh, That's what I do. So I'm, I'm growing tiny, tiny organisms at very cold temperatures to see what they do. That's exciting. How is it going? How many years um, into it are you? How? I've just finished my first year and it's a three and a half year course. I spent a term in Cardiff doing some reading, finding that like I actually have to read like climate papers and geology papers because you know got to understand the environment these things will be living in and um yeah having to make myself interested in rocks and there are okay i i share a department that is very geology heavy yeah Every- i famously have a father who is a geophysicist and geologist okay so, so you might know this i know everything you might know this that everything you might make fun of a geologist for is true they all have their favorite rocks so yeah. on their desks yeah um, yeah, just covered in rocks. Like I, I was helping my friend move move office, and there was just a big old heavy box of rocks. Yeah. And um, there's on Twitter, there's like a, a mineral cup where you vote for your favorite mineral, and they yeah. get into quite heated arguments about this. Um, once we were going fossil hunting, and my geologist friend um, uh, picked up a fossil that had an ammonite in it, which I really wanted to find, chucked it to me, and said, "There you go." don't really like fossils and went off to look at some rocks and like if you're more interested in the rock than the fossil you're you're doing it wrong um and i may be isolating the geology section of your listening core no because i'm gonna drink geologist more (laughs) and talk about my childhood and my father okay my father bought two giant chests from the british museum like they were um about um what is this like a meter and a meter and a bit high they had teeny tiny drawers so that you could put your fossils in and he bought these gigantic chests and put them in our living room and he bought three of them and they took up a good wall and he has moved with them everywhere (laughs) they have gone i don't think they put them in storage because my dad was like i can't leave my rocks behind um one of the running jokes in my family um whenever we were in colorado would be um whenever my dad was like what's that rock and we'd be like dakota sandstone give me a dollar because he would be like i'll give you a dollar if you name that rock wow yeah my mom would we would just and... shout it arbitrarily my my mom's like works in in wildlife publishing i guess and that sounds fun and she would try and like educate me about all the flowers and all the types of butterfly never got any money for it I feel like I was missing a trick. Yeah, there. you should have had very wealthy parents. I should, yeah, well, yeah. You could have, you could have lived in a house like this. <laughs> okay, so you're um you're talking you're doing a baking competition in yeah. Your- so so um we have the new bright eyed first year PhD students coming in today. That are all and, thirty. Um, <laughs> that are all that are all thirty. You say like um, bright eyed between PhD. the ages of twenty two and sixty, um, yeah. So tomorrow, as well as like some talks about what we do, we're having a bake your PhD competition, like a bake off thing. Yeah. So you have to um, bake something that represents your PhD or a part of your work. You're just doing snow cones. <laughs> I'm actually, mine is very specific and it's not a very good, that's been suggested to me. I thought that was too obvious. Um, Ice cream cake. <laughs> I should have incorporated ice cream in somehow, but it's too late now. What, are you um, what I'm doing, this is like not, it's not going to be 
translated well over audio because what i actually work on is these little um meltwater pools and glaciers that have um a whole load of different things different different forms of life living in them and so i'm making a cake that's covered in white icing with a little hole with like sugar glass for ice covering it you know nice nice and um frosty looking at all the different organisms that live in the puddles yeah and then like we have a piece of paper to do like a little presentation about what our cake's about and i can show pictures from my summer trip to the arctic and show off about it just drop that in there is is the arctic fun in summer well, it's way more fun in summer than it is in yeah, winter. Yeah, that's assumed. But um, is it, like, super cool? Did you see a polar bear? I saw three polar bears. Oh, my God. And that's, like... It's... Well, you're excited or terrified. <laughs> well, um, I was really excited because they were a long way away at first. Yeah, So, but you were downwind and they ran towards <laughs> you. Okay, so we had a guy there who's been working in polar science for 25 years, never seen a polar bear in his life. He still didn't on this trip because he had to wait by the at the station while we went out on the boats and there wasn't enough room for him (laughs) because um this polar bear had been spotted from from a boat it was a mother and a cub how sweet and um i i uh, looked through the the telescope at the station and spotted them on the shore so we got a boat out so it was actually really good because we got to see polar bears in maybe the only safe way possible because we were on a boat and they were on the land it's not like they could do much um so we saw they are really like very heavy on like nautical protocol so they have to be like permission (laughs) to come aboard and then the captain's like no polar bear and they're like well never mind yeah they they, so we 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 went and saw this mother and cub but then like down by the shore even closer there was a huge male polar bear and the, the 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 lady lady bear and little baby bear were, were running away from the big boy bear. So we sat looking at the big boy bear for, for a real good while. It was funny That's though. That's a really good tongue twister. Yeah. The big boy bear. The, bo- the big boy bear. So, <laughs> so we, were, we were supposed to be doing, you know, actual science. Yeah. Um, and the station manager was the one uh, who took this boat out. And he said, um, oh, we're supposed to be collecting these fish traps. Where did you say you saw the bears, Jazz? And I was like, over there. And he's like, oh, I'm sure we left a trap over there somewhere. And so we just spent the whole day bear watching. So it was great for for a couple of days when we got to watch them, track their progress with the telescope. But then when we actually wanted to do work on the glacier, it got a lot more scary. And in the end, I was the only student who actually managed to go because I wanted to go more than anyone else. And they didn't have time to look after that many people we had to all have rifle training for the bears um which is terrifying like i never hold a, held a gun in my life and I'm a, i've been a lifelong vegetarian i did find out that but i am you wanted to eat them to find out right <laughs> i feel you know, like that would you, be you can eat polar bears in in um canada northern canada but i would i would not partake no you wouldn't advise it no, no. Well, I know where I'm going on my next holiday. <laughs> what, like, what? How, how warm? How cold was it? Um, it's probably not as cold as everyone would imagine. It's probably like not my as cold my part my partner was really disappointed because they were like, "Oh, what what are you gonna wear?" Imagining what like a huge parka and stuff. Um, it was only like four degrees. <laughs> <laughs> so my partner was imagining like huge furs, like a mink and a parka yeah. and all of that yeah. stuff. And I was like, "If you're like a like a snowman," yeah. and I'm like, "Well, the same the same stuff I wear for 
when it gets Hiking. cold here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you wear your thermal leggings and then your walking trousers and your waterproofs and um, yeah, that's about it. That's it. But what what was bizarre is that you know it never ever got above four de- like about four degrees and it was still light all night. The sun didn't set. Did you go cuckoo, Lulu? <laughs> were you like I can't take it? Did one person? Did one person? Was they were they seriously affected by it? And they no, but it does happen. Like, and what's really bizarre about it is that I don't know if the, if if this is the same in any other mental health conditions. But if you are removed from that place, you're just apparently instantly better. So people can get really aggressive or really like um, paranoid or start seeing things that aren't Angry. there angry what are these common symptoms and then as soon as they get back home they're absolutely fine oh. it's it's really sounds really strange that does sound really strange and your your friend um your friend jennifer lunn yeah did a little interview with me oh. um about she should it be a guest on the podcast yeah yeah so she she she's um doing doing a little little project that um what's she doing I feel like I probably shouldn't like yeah, just tell the, someone else's don't, project. Don't, don't ruin the project. She can talk about the project when she's <laughs> on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's really interested in the idea of like uh, like polar researchers oh. and the isolation and and you know the kind of environment there. So. She's probably going to do a play about it. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Coming this fall. Wait for this play. She's doing um the last five years. Yeah. She's producing it by Jason Robert Brown. And I'm kind of angry that I wasn't asked to audition. <laughs> I didn't know it was happening until I saw the promo for it. But I was like, I could have done that. I'm free. I like that musical. I know it back to front. I could learn sign language. <laughs> I find that what's really bizarre about the last five years is that this isn't going to be a fun segment for anyone who doesn't know the show. But it, like, it's, <laughs> um, it's my podcast. Everyone knows. Okay, the everyone show. knows this show. Everyone knows um, the original Broadway cast recording <laughs> and the Anna Kendrick version. So, I mean, the guy who wrote it basically wrote himself yeah. as the main character. Jason Robert Brown does that for every single musical. And then he kind of wrote a play where the plot was like, "Well, we're both at fault, honey." Yeah. You know, like. I, like we're no. both we're both at fault yeah. you know you wanted your own life and an, and a job i cheated on you we're both at fault we're here we're both at fault here of course it is That's you wanted to have thing. a personality i wanted to cheat on you we've both done bad we, things hey who's to blame here come on <laughs> What a weird concept for a show it's um, it does have some lovely songs though it has some great songs I'm very excited. I'm going to go see it. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to, well, no, I'm going to try and get free tickets first and then I'm going to have to begrudgingly buy tickets and go. <laughs> I'm going to be like, but I'm in the scene. <laughs> Do you think I could trade my polar knowledge for a free ticket to the Maybe. show? Maybe. Because I told, I told her that I would send her some videos of like work in the Antarctic. Or should I say like on one condition? <gasps> oh my goodness. We've come to the end of the episode. <laughs> Okay, is there anything that you want? Okay, all of your plugs, all of your social medias. Um, what's coming up oh, next? Well, this is the problem. Um, We're all jazzy jazz. I'm trying to build my personal brand as a professional transgender because I've I done... I think you should put the ED at the end. <laughs> my professional transgendered because um, I've done consultancy for the NHS, for uh, mental health charities, GP surgeries, lecturers. Like I've done loads of stuff. 
and I figure that I can't do it for free anymore and it would be nice if people gave me money. Never work for free. So, um, yeah, if you look for Jazz Liddell on any platform, I'm hoping to have a website soon. I currently have a Facebook, which is just me complaining about things. It's fascinating. It's It'll get better. It'll be more professional, honestly. I'm going to become a real professional transgender very soon. Okay. Do you have like professional photography and things? Yeah, someone offered to do someone offered to um do that. <gasps> I'm really for free. Yeah. Okay, great. I know, yeah. wild. Okay. But I feel like, you know, nothing is 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 truly, truly nothing is free. There's going to be like a big watermark on oh, the top wait, of it. waiting for those um free tickets <laughs> to the last 5 years. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to like, I don't know, hold a prop tree or something. <laughs> You're like you can you can come this one night, but I need you to be a tree for the rest of the run. Anyway, thank you so much for coming on the thank podcast. Thank you for having me. That flew by. I feel like mostly we... talking about nachos and and polar bears. We'll see you all next week. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Bye.